Hi, and welcome to the Growing Book Club, 12 books, one year, new you. I am your host, Sarah Herring, and I am so excited to go on this personal growth journey with you. Happy reading, my friends. I really wish I could see all your faces right now and take a raise of hands on who is loving the go-giver so far, probably for a couple of reasons. One, it's so short. There's a likelihood that if you're reading this book and you started last week that you could potentially also be done with the book because how short it is and just how capturing this is as a novel in general. I'm just going to give everyone a heads up that this podcast today really is going to be rather short just because there's not a lot of material for us to cover being that this is only the second week of reading this book for those who haven't read the book. I could honestly go through the entire book today, but I really want you guys all to get a chance to read it. So we're going to go over a couple of principles within the book and then really it's up to you to start reading. Next week, I will not be releasing a podcast. I'm actually going to be visiting my sister in Virginia, and I just, with everything I have going on, I I really am not going to be able to, to make next week's work. So it actually works out in general because if I did a podcast last next week, it would probably be a lot shorter than this week. So keep in mind, our next book club group discussion is going to be on the 27th of May. That's in two weeks from today. Today's the 13th of May. And so if you're just listening into this podcast, it's not too late to start reading this book. My goal with the book club group discussion in two weeks is really to hear all of you. I want to hear your perspective on this book. I want to hear how your insight has changed on being a go-giver. Last week, we ended book club by reading the second chapter of The Go-Giver and talking about really what the secret is from Pindar to Joe in in maximizing Joe's success. And so at this point, we're going to go through just simply the five laws that Pindar is going to explain throughout the book. On page 123 of The Go-Giver, Bob Berg and John David Mann lay out the five laws of stratospheric success. And these really are the five principles that you will start to read about in The Go-Giver. The first one is the law of value, meaning that your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. Okay, so let's backtrack on this one a little bit, and I want to share a personal experience. As I've mentioned in previous podcasts, I work at a fertility center. I do this podcast, but I I do have a full-time job, and I could go into all the details, but I'm not going to. I work in third-party reproduction with egg donors and gestational carriers, and at our clinic, we have our own in-house program and kind of how the whole work world of, of uh, third-party reproduction works is there's a lot of agencies and we uh, I had a, a an individual from an, an egg donor agency reach out to me and wanted to request medical records for a certain patient that no longer wanted to work with us but wanted to work with their office and I, in my frustration, was like, no, I'm not going to give them this information. And I made it really difficult on that person to get the records because in my mind, I, I, I was 
just kind of having a very pessimistic lack mentality of, well, they took this person away from our program and I'm not going to help them out. And all these different thoughts came to me and I sent the email to the person. I was cordial and kind, but I was not, was not, it was not the best version of Sarah. Let's just put it that way. And after I sent the email, I actually immediately thought back to this law, the law of value. And I started to realize that I constantly need to continue to improve in recognizing that just because I'm giving to someone doesn't mean that it makes me less of a person or it diminishes my value. I think about different charities that my husband and I have been able to donate in the past, or we donate um, to our church and uh, for tithing. And it's interesting because with with when I'm looking at a charity or a church, I feel like for me personally, I'm I'm able to see Pat. I, I I've always viewed it in such a positive light of I'm giving, I'm I'm blessing someone. But I think sometimes in kind of worldly situations such as like my work environment, it's easy to get a little defensive and and think you know this person they especially in business they just want to take advantage of me, they just want something from me. And what I take away from this value in general, the, the law of value in general, is remembering that when we are so focused on us, when we're so focused on taking rather than receiving, or excuse me, receiving rather than giving, we it affects our mindset and it affects our view and how we look in at the world and ultimately affects how we build relationships with other people. The second law is the law of compensation. Your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them. On page 43 of The Go-Giver, the story takes Joe, and again, I'm not going to go into a crazy ton of detail, but he ends up coming across basically some preschools that have been franchised and an individual goes off of this law and and adds that another way to put the law of compensation is your compensation is directly proportional to how many lives you touch. What I love about this law is that it's a good reminder of getting outside of my myself. I think it's easy sometimes to get stuck in our heads and and feeling disvalued because we might not see a lot of progression in a certain area of our life, but I always have loved the thought process and a lot of it was maybe what I was taught at, at kind of church growing up and what we were, were taught in our home is that if you're having a bad day or if you're feeling sorry for yourself, the best way to cure that is to go out and help other people, is to go out and serve. I think of a company kind of with this on a different kind of note is Apple. And regardless of whether or not like what you think of Apple, this could really be for any any major company, is you look at how many people Apple has impacted and what they have done to add value to people by the connection through an iPhone or what having a MacBook has done for people, students, what it's done for what it's done for the entertainment industry and people who are performers and the convenience and the ease of it. And you look at the success of Apple, if we're talking more monetary success, and a lot of that, it's because their scope of who they've reached, 
is broader. And so I think that this for me personally is just a good reminder that, look, if I just want to experience more joy and have value, the best thing I can do is get outside of myself, even on those moments where it's like, I just want to be to myself and start reaching towards other people. The third law is the law of influence. Your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first. I can't remember the exact quote by Zig Ziglar, but it goes along the lines of something like this. And it was actually mentioned in our last book last month, Failing Forward by John C. Maxwell. And that is if you help other people get what they want, you will get what you want. And Again, I think in the world that we live in, it's so easy to want to focus on ourselves. It's so easy to want to turn inward. And before, you know, we think that, oh, in order for me to succeed, I need to, you know, I need to take care of myself rather than putting the needs and the interest of other people before us. Sometimes this is not easy to do, but it's worth it. And I think that part of that is not only I think we'll be blessed by helping other people and putting others before ourselves, but we truly experience joy and to see other people experience success. It's a, it's a wonderful then experience when we get to experience ours, knowing that we have helped fulfill somebody else's first. The fourth law is the law of authenticity. The most valuable gift you have to offer is yourself. Have you ever found yourself spending too much time trying to be someone else instead of being the best version of you? Or have you ever found yourself spending a lot of time comparing yourself to other people and their strengths and losing sight of yourself and growing you? I want to speak primarily right now to the ladies out there who are listening to this. And men, of course, I fully believe that this can apply to you too. But I think sometimes we as women are so hard on ourselves with social media out there and it it can be so easy to get in the comparison game of look at me I don't have this or I'm not this you know what do I have to truly add value to people and it can get discouraging sometimes and I know that I have at different times in my in my life spent too much time focusing on on someone else and and I can think just back a couple of years ago there was there was someone in my life that I constantly would would compare myself to and think okay they have this success now they're doing this and they're doing it this way and I would just pick my brain apart and just pick myself apart and in trying to say I need to be more like this person and I can be better like this person but we don't need in this world 10 other of those people is what I learned. We need, I need to focus on creating the best version of me. And I think that as we go out and impact people and just focus on becoming the best version of ourselves, that's what I love about reading and personal growth, although it's not always easy and it's not always fun. When I focus on myself, I'm able to take much more out of a situation and again, experience so much more joy than when I'm trying to be someone else. On a spiritual note, I also want to add this, and that is I believe that God has created each of us as individuals as unique beings. And I so believe that he has a plan for each and every one of us to go out and and add value into the world. He's created us and he loves us. And 
it doesn't matter if if we have one talent and somebody else has 10. I think that God wants us to grow and maximize that one talent the best that we can. I actually shared a talk on that at our our church this last Sunday about the about talents and gifts that we have spiritually and Again, I think going back to the law of authenticity, it's remembering that I have so much to give by just being the best version of Sarah. The last law is the law of receptivity. The key to effective giving is to stay open to receiving. Now, if you're reading this book and you're not to this chapter yet, this is probably one of my favorites, and it's also a hard one to wrap your head around. Here, we're talking about being a giver, being a giver, and then all of a sudden, we switch gears to being a receiver. And what's interesting about this law that I find, and I'm, I'm just speaking off of myself and my my experiences, is that sometimes it's actually easier to give to people than it is to receive. I think Yes, we can get kind of stuck in ourselves sometimes, but in a sense, it's easier to go out and bless someone's lives than having somebody help us. And what I learn from this chapter, and this is this is what totally made this book one of my absolute favorites, so I'm not going to give it all away because it's so, so good. But when we decline receiving, we're declining somebody else to give and serve. And when we don't allow other people to help us, we're ultimately saying we're, 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 we're not allowing people to, to focus on growing themselves as a go-giver. And I think about that with my relationship with my Heavenly Father is He wants to bless me. He really does. He wants to give me blessings in my life. And if I am focused solely on just giving to other people but won't let Him into my life, then I can't really grow a relationship with him. And so this is my challenge for all of you this week is to be a giver, but also be willing to receive. And for those of you out there who love to serve, I know that there's the the five love languages, which we are not we don't have on schedule to read this year for for book club. I'd love to touch on it maybe next year or sometime in the future. But being one of the five love languages is is service. And so I think that I've seen I've seen in different people who that's their primary love language. There's so many blessings that come from serving and there's also blessings that come from being served. And I think we as a community and families or friends or coworkers, businesses, however that looks, there's something beautiful that happens when we're able to give to each other and when we're able to receive blessings. So like I said, this is a short podcast this month that gives you time to go back and listen to other podcasts for the Growing Book Club or to go and spend more time reading because that's really where the growth is going to happen. For homework this week, again, if you haven't purchased this book or downloaded this book, get your hands on The Go-Giver. And part of the homework is also to pick one of the laws and study it and apply it. That is really everything to focus on and really the best way to understand the laws is going to be to read each individual chapter. 
So we'll talk about these more at our book club group discussion in two weeks. Again, the date for that is May 27th, which is a Thursday at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Information to come. Have a great week, everyone. Sure love you all. Go and grow. Go and grow.